I got a call this week from who I believe was the worst truck driver I've talked to in a, a very, very long time. And what I mean by the worst truck driver, I mean his attitude was just bizarre and out there and in left field. So we're not talking about baseball, right? No, we're talking about, <laughs> you know, the expression when you're out in left field, it means you're nuts. Yes, I do know that. I mean, I, I, I want to, you know, to be honest with you, I wish I could call him and get him on the show. I, I, I would just love the audience to actually hear this guy talking. If it was that bizarre, then... Um, it would be great. It, it'd at least be entertaining. Yeah. All right. So, so tell me why it was bizarre. Well, first off, he calls in on one of the show lines and he starts whining about dispatchers and companies. Hey, Troy, do you think a dispatcher could drive all these loads that, that we do on time and be out there? I'm like, what? what? Where's he going with this? You know, mm -hmm. he's whining about companies and, and blackballing. And then he finally says to me, he can't, nobody will hire him because he's got an abandonment on his record. That's not good at all. Right. So. I mean, you don't want to abandon your truck. It, does, it doesn't matter how horrible things are. You really don't want to abandon it. Well, here's what's weird about this truck driver. Okay. He's got like 10 or 15 years experience. Now, you and I both know that if you have one abandonment, yeah, sure, there's probably going to be carriers that say, we don't want anything to do with you. But there's plenty of carriers that are going to, to give you a job. Well, yeah, if, you're, uh, if you've got that much experience and all in all, your record is good, you know, mm -hmm. one abandonment, you know, companies know there are those companies out there that are just really bad. So they'll give that leeway. Right. I mean, I mean, come on, honestly, I, I talk, we talk to companies all the time and, you know, carriers will take drivers with more than one abandonment in most cases. You yeah. know, and, and, and sometimes when a driver abandons a truck, it's actually legitimate because maybe he put a notice in and the company won't get him home. They keep, you know, trying to avoid getting him back and keeping him out on the road. They're almost forcing the guy to at least drop the truck up. And the other thing about truck abandonment, sometimes a company will put down truck abandonment and it was maybe a driver dropped it off at one of their drop yards right instead of writing unauthorized location but it's 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 they should note that hey this driver did bring it back to one of our secured drop yards mm -hmm. but some of them will actually try to burn the driver yeah because well and a lot of times you know dispatch would be the one that says just drop it off at 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 this location that we have so a lot of times they'll do that to the driver where the driver's, you know, honestly thinking they're not doing anything bad by taking it to where dispatch told them to. Yeah. And, and in most cases, the companies that will, I mean, I, I met a driver one time that was trying to leave his company and it took them three months. They kept avoiding. And, they, and I was like, dude, you, you know, you, you're probably better off at this point um, forcing their hand, but he didn't want to have any bad blood between him and a company. So he stuck it out. And finally he literally, they literally got him home after three months. That's horrible. Yeah. But you know, most drivers at that point would have said, listen, dude, you either have me back, uh, to my, uh, back to your terminal by, 
a such and such date or you can come pick your damn truck up. Mm -hmm. But this was a different case. This, this guy was really, I mean, first off, when you call somebody, you know, at night and you just all of a sudden start talking about, um, dispatchers not being able to run loads and, and they're all against you and blah, 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 blah. Just literally going off on a rant. This is how the conversation just about started. I already know you have a few screws, a few screws loose. I already know you're a little bit nutty. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyways, here's what's weird. He's complaining about these two, ca- or not two carriers, but he's complaining about all these carriers and he's naming some. And ironically, he names two of them that I know really personally. Mm-hmm. So I decide to call them. And, and, you know, I told him, I said, listen, I'm just going to call these carriers and let me check them out for you. You know, since you're really going off nuttiness here. And um, so I call um, company number one. And company number one, I won't say their name, but they're in Iowa. And I called and I said, here's this driver's name. He's having a hard time getting a job. Um, he said that you put him down for an abandonment and that he didn't abandon your truck. Um And then they proceeded to tell me the story that they have written down in their system. The other side. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The other side. You know, what did Paul Harvey say? And, you know, the rest of the story. So um, literally, here's what they said. They said they hired this guy. They had him in orientation. Now, this this guy never, by the way, delivered a load. They hired him. They had him in orientation. They gave him a, a brand new truck, and I believe it was a lease purchase, if, if I remember what they were saying right. They gave him this brand new truck, and he lived in, I believe it was Kentucky. That's Yes, he, he lives in Kentucky. I'm thinking of, of the area code. And he had... Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. His wife with him. Well, his wife is on medication. And he had to supposedly pick up medicine for her that was at their house. So they, well, here's what they did. They gave the, this guy a load to Florida. So you can just, from Iowa, you can go right, you can go through Kentucky cut through Kentucky on your way to Florida. It's pretty simple stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. He goes to Kentucky and for two days, they can't get a hold of him. Yes. That's, that's, were they waiting for the medication to be made? I don't know. (laughs) But now this is the story the company tells me. Okay. This guy literally... I guess gets the medicine, but ironically, some friends are going to be coming into town that they hadn't seen in a long time. So they elected to just take the entire week off and visit with friends. Now, mind you, this guy's under a load. Yeah, this guy's under his first load. The customer's in Florida waiting for this load. And this guy takes it upon himself to just stay home. Right? 
So he, in the meantime, they're trying to call him and say, what's going on, dude? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And, you know, he keeps giving him all kind of stories, I guess, about her. It's always the wife's fault. Well, hear this now. I am. She, she, uh, or he rather, they stay the entire week. He's running around now with this bobtail. He, they, they disconnect from the trailer and he's using the bobtail while he's home, bopping around. Using the fuel. Yeah. Gets into a little fender bender with the bobtail. Now the, believe it or not, now the truck has to go in the shop and it's in the shop for almost another week. Obviously, the company sends somebody to grab the load. Yeah. Take it to Florida. They finally get this truck fixed, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to get him another load. They're just going to have him pick up a trailer. And the guy says, you guys are going to fire me. I know it. <laughs> now, here's why, though. They, they had got him a load that was coming right back to the terminal. So, I mean... I can't speak for the company, but if you hire on with a company and do do something like this, and then they give you a load right back to the terminal, mm -hmm. most likely you're getting fired. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're bringing the truck back. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring it back. We want to talk. We want to make sure everything's all right. But most likely you're getting your ass kicked out. And he recognized this. So what does he do? He abandons the truck in uh, Kentucky. So flash forward. To my mind, I'm hearing this these people talk. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call company two. Okay. The, the other one that is, he said, is blackballing him. So I call them. And they tell me the first, the first, I mean, I, and I know this guy, he's a small company um, out of Chicago. You got like less than 50 trucks. The immediate first thing out of this guy's mouth, out of the owner of this company, I'm talking to the owner of this company this time. The other company, number one, I was just talking to the safety guy okay. who I knew also. Mm -hmm. Now I'm talking to the owner of the smaller company. And the first thing out of his mouth is his wife. <laughs> okay, so... As of now, what we've got from this is the wife is a troublemaker. Well, that's what I'm getting. Well, if first off, if you're a man, you should wear the damn pants, and and it's you're the supposed to be the boss of your truck, okay? Um, you're supposed to be the captain of the ship, and your first mate is being a brat. Well, I'm not. It's a lot of. It's mainly really him, but what he was saying was this guy would have to go, and ironically had the pick up the medicine story several times. He told me, he said, now this guy had actually been with him like, I want to say three, four months. He actually kept this guy for a few months. He said, at least one to two times a month, this guy had to call the ambulance because his wife would have an episode, right? She would be, um, I don't know if she has diabetes or whatever the case is. And I'm not going to put somebody down if they have a health issue, but here's a guy. That kind of health issue, I don't mean to cut you off, but that kind of issue 
should not be in the truck, though. They should actually have them home where they could have direct care and not be, you know... I would agree, and I'm sure... 100 and plus miles away from their house. Well, I mean, it's it's like trying to take a baby on the road. Yeah. You, should a baby be in a truck? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, you know, you got the turbo going, you got the bouncing, and it's just confined the entire time. Should a baby be in a tractor trailer mm-hmm. going? I don't think so either. You no. know, you know, babies are going to cry eventually, and you got to take them out of that seat. And if you're driving 10, 11 hours a day, you think that baby should be strapped down for 11. Well, my whole point is, um, a sickly person Mm -hmm. is really not a whole lot different than a baby because they need care, constant care. So again, I'm not putting the woman down, but what I'm saying is when you're a truck driver, right. And you have somebody sickly with you, just like what you just said, Mm -hmm. you're really better off not having your wife with you. Mm -hmm. So he says, he turns in, uh, this owner tells me, he says at least one to two month to one one to two times a month a month he said this guy would call the ambulance for his wife and then they'd have to go sit at the emergency room for a half a day or a day and one or two times she was even admitted for a day and the driver would absolutely not leave her side he would stay at the hospital he kept his tractor trailer there and and this was an ongoing process so so now there's, here's two companies saying the same thing, mm-hmm. what this guy's doing, right? So guess what? He did. He cleaned his truck out at the hospital and told the owner, yeah, I know you probably need this truck back. Go ahead and come and get it, blah, 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 right? Which most likely is, to me, it would be BS. First off, you're in another state. You know, this guy's like not even in his home state, and he's... Um, abandoning the truck at at a hospital, to me, it sounds like you got another job. You know, like, okay, your wife's going to get out of the hospital the next day after her episode, and where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, and you don't have any money, obviously you had to have a job, right? Something. I mean... There's it, something. It's just, it was the most bizarre conversation you could ever have. So when I call this guy back, and I say to him, listen, dude, not, and remember, this is a guy... Going off on dispatchers, going off on carriers. Nobody wants to give him a chance, and he's the greatest truck driver in the world. And he knows how, he knows how to get from A to B. He's the man, man. That's all he likes to do is just go. But come to find out, the guy's had five thousand million jobs in the last couple of years, and and here's two companies that he mentioned that I knew. And I'm now hearing the same story. These companies don't know each other. Mm-hmm. One's in Illinois, one's in Iowa. Okay. And they're both saying the exact same thing. This guy has a a problem with this woman that's with him. And she's always getting sick. And then the customer's getting screwed. Mm-hmm. The trucking company's getting screwed. Everybody's getting screwed. And this guy, you know what this guy says to me? He goes, I can't help it if I chose my best friend over a company. Well, dude, you're doing it. You're, you're now at the point where nobody, it's not just one abandonment he's got. He doesn't, he doesn't come with an abandonment. He comes with a reputation. Yeah. And when you're a truck driver and you come with a reputation of I'm a whiny baby or I'm a troublemaker or I don't take shit off dispatch or I have a problem in my truck. I have a problem in my truck and I can't, I can't deliver freight. 
consistently for the next year for you, most likely I'm going to have a million hospital stops with this woman. Dude, this is why you can't get hired. This And I told him that. I, he said to me, he's like, I need to find a job. Do you know any carriers? I said, dude, I wouldn't give you a name of a carrier. Because <laughs> he said, do you, do you know the name of a carrier that might give me a chance that, to where my wife and I could get out there and just go see the country and work? I said, dude, if I wouldn't give you the name of a carrier if your wife is coming with you. I said, I wouldn't do it. I am not going to pass your name on to somebody. Okay. And you already... The two carriers that I talk to are saying the same thing about you. He needs to stay local. You're trouble. He needs to stay local. And then here's another thing. Um, statistically, and, and this is why drivers should stay healthy on the road. Statistically, if you're a truck driver and you start driving when you're in your 20s and drive when you're all the way, you know, like to retirement, your organs themselves from being in that air ride seat, they jostle and they what jostle jostle is that a is that a word yeah jostle around okay shake so what and i don't know if i got that off a word genius or not but you know there you go (laughs) but um so what happens is because everything's moving around now you have someone that's either sickly they can have if there's an issue that they have like with one of their organs let's just say they're jostling they're jostling yeah yeah from but, the truck. And that's why I also agree that people that like infants or toddlers, it's, it's too much. It's one thing if you're just, you have, um, you're going to take them for a trip once in a while in the summer or something to that effect, but not a continual basis. And when I agree, when I got pregnant with Hunter, that was one of the things that we agreed on is that I would get out of the truck because we don't want an issue with you know, there's too many things that can happen to an unborn child inside the womb on a normal basis, let alone if they're being, quote, jostled around. You don't know what's going to happen with that umbilical cord. So really, it's safer for anyone that has any form of medical condition like that to be out of the truck. And if you're a truck driver and you have a medical condition, it's your choice to stay in the truck. But don't blame anything. It's your decision. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, I do. His wife, should, he, if, 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 if she's got this condition, he should stay at home, stay local, so that she don't have to ride with him, and there's no one else to blame for having to, to um, go to the emergency room or anything like that. And here's another thing. I don't think a lot of drivers understand when they um, are under a load and they abandon it. Mm-hmm. First of all, those loads have to go to somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a food load or a dry good load. Let's just say it's a load full of um, diapers and there's a company waiting for those diapers. And all right, let's just say um, now there's no diapers on the shelves at the store that that's waiting for them. You're not, you're not getting back at your company. There's people that are actually waiting for those goods. You remember when, when COVID was really, you know, passed and we're still waiting for our shelves to stock up. There was a reason why Walmart didn't have canned goods on their shelves. It was because they couldn't get the canned goods to the shelves. So there's more to it than just, I'm going to abandon the load and not have um, the company, you know, they're going to get mad at me or wherever you're going to be distributing it, whether it's Nestle or, or to a, a, a Walmart warehouse for Walmart to deliver it to their company. There's people that are depending on those products that you're screwing, not just 
your company or the person that you're taking that stuff to. There's regular people out there that are getting getting hurt by it. Um, and I 100% agree with that. I, I, you're not just, it's not just one, you're not just hurting the trucking company. You're hurting the customers. You're hurting everybody. And when you have this, when you're living in the clouds, I mean, this is, you see why I said this was so bizarre. It is bizarre. I, I was like, does this guy actually see that that he is the problem, and it's I. It's more him than his wife. Just because you have a sickly wife, you, you really can't blame her. No, you think if you Kick think her about out the truck, you, you know, like well, actually, what you just said is pretty good. It, it's you know, if if you really got to be by your little, you know, uh, you want to coo on a wire, the two doves. Ooh, ooh, you know, what I mean, you can't leave your mate mm-hmm. <laughs> like a dove. Um, well, guess what? Uh, get the local job, like you suggested, mm-hmm. to where. You know, you can be home every night and be with her. And maybe, you know, and he actually told me that um, uh, he can get a local job. You know, I guess some local company will hire him there, but he doesn't want it. And um, and it's probably because lo- most local companies don't let you take a passenger with you. A lot of them, yeah. It's not usually a day. You're not usually going with in a day cab. So um, it's it's probably this guy just can't get, he, you don't, you shouldn't be a truck driver if you can't. You got to be on the road and have your wife with you twenty four seven. What I mean by that, and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having her with you. What I mean by that is if you have to have her with you to where if, if let's say there's a, a time where she needed to be home for a month or two and you're quitting your job because she's at home and you don't trust her or whatever the case is, you can't be away. There's issues. Yeah, there's, there's issues. There's issues in your, beyond. You got an issue in your brain. Okay, if you can't do it that way. Um, Um, now I get it, you know, some, there's nothing wrong with having a, your wife with you as companion on the road, especially if you're a guy that doesn't go home. But if you absolutely are willing to, they're, they're broke. He was telling me this, they are dead ass broke. And the reason they are dead ass broke is because this guy has kept screwing companies over, over the last couple of years. Nobody wants to hire him now and they can't get a trucking job. And I would imagine that there's probably some companies that will give him a chance if his wife would stay home. Yeah, because she's she's now destroyed his his uh, reputation. Well, it's not her. I, again, I don't think it's her. It's well, you si- can't blame someone else. It's it, 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 I, you're right. You're right. It is really not her. It, if if I was causing you to do certain things, or you're causing me to do certain things, it's still my final decision. Right. And look, you were with me on the road for a year or two. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not, I'm not two years. It was two years. Okay. I'm not denying that, but you were also off the truck for a couple of years, you know, and, and, and there was no, no problems there. So the bottom line is, okay. Um, you know, if you have, and and this isn't the first time I've heard about, it's not the first time we actually talked about this. If you have somebody that's, that's special needs in your truck, you are, you are going to develop a bad, bad reputation, and therefore your truck, these trucking companies are going to mark you, and you are absolutely not going to get a job. So, bottom line, you need to take control over that situation. And and if 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 she is legit, again, I'm not questioning legitimacy, but if she is legitimately sick, then you have no business having her out there. But if if 
It just sounds like there's a lot of BS going on with that deal. What were you going to say? Well, depending on the special needs, there's drivers out there that have a, I don't, I don't want to say a child because they do, some of them are young, but they have um, a spouse with them that, or a brother that is special needs to a point, but it's sure. not hindering their job. Exactly. They and ha- that's the difference. It doesn't, if they're special needs to a point where, yes, okay. You just have to work with it and go around it, but it's not hindering your performance or or your job description right. and the company getting you to and from your your loads. I like it's that. It's not interfering anything that. But if it's interfering with your your daily performance, then then there's something that has to be changed. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. It, there's nothing wrong with having the sickly wife with you if it's not a catastrophe for the company that you that you're and and some drivers might go oh oh the poor company they can't under that's why he kept saying these companies just don't understand no they do understand actually they 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 understand that what he's doing is wrong but nobody understands that you should be allowed to take somebody with you that's gonna have you at a hospital every couple of weeks or abandoning trucks all the time or or i mean let's be honest look at the company number one said he went home and then visited with friends for a week. That wasn't that wasn't you being sick in the hospital mm-hmm. that time. So somewhere along the line, there's bullshit coming out of this guy's mouth. You know what I mean? It's like there's always Where's an that ex- button, the, the BS button, the, beep, beep. the BS button. <laughs> so you know, a little advice, guys. Um, and if if you have if you have problems to where you know you can't do your job all the time. You're better off being local or you know what? Uh, don't change careers, change careers. Yeah. Amen. There's something else that you could do then. How about a sponsor? How about national carriers? National carriers, NCI. Yes. Uh, call them at 888-311-7076. They're hiring company drivers, uh, student drivers and teams and trainers. I couldn't think of the name. Call them again. 888-311-7076. Tell them talk CDL. Say, yeah. Carter Lumber is another sponsor for Talk CDL. They're, they're a company that has over 100 and, 160 or 180 locations, little terminals from the, uh, the Mississippi East, and chances are there's one near you. Looking for Class A and Class B. Yes, local, local home every day. Go to carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. Fill out the little form. That's carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. Also, Camion's Break Even Calculator brought to you by LoadSmart. Um, in in the time of the most high fuel prices we've ever seen, it's a free download, uh, and it'll help you utilize and and keep your truck making money and and maybe you know saving money here and there. It's Camion. That's K A M I O N dot I O dot. I'm sorry. Forward slash Talk CDL. That's Camion dot io forward slash talk cdl we're also brought to you by drivewise 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 is awesome uh if you want a, an app-based uh uh uh, uh app <laughs> an app based app if you want to just be able to have an app and and most uh, we're getting emails from companies saying hey you know we just switched over to uh drivewise for real mm-hmm. because they're they're paying less and it's there's no transponders you don't have to order anything like that but if your drivers don't aren't able to bypass the scales okay you're you're missing time sometimes they're getting inspected go to drivewise that's d r i v e w y z e dot com download the app today and start bypassing the scales. And Ruth, and we are brought to you by one other one other people, and that is 
driving-test.org. If you want a guarantee of passing your CDL, seriously, guaranteed or your money back, it's like 50 bucks for the month, $49.95. And they guarantee you will pass your Class A or your Class B CDL. And that's driving-test.org. Moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. You got something for us today? I do. Um, actually, what I'd like to say is also, um, I got my newsletter for from TAT this this past week. From from TAP? TAT. And what Truckers is Against Trafficking. Yeah, their September newsletter. And let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. There's a a young lady that did an article in there, and she said that you cannot go by the image of a young girl being tied up and in a dank, drippy basement. So like like you're saying, most people, when they think of human trafficking, you think of some creepy, like um, Silence of the Lamb movie mm-hmm. where somebody's in a little hole. Um, uh, or uh, any anything, you know, like um, when we watched that one movie, what was it? Um, she puts the lotion on the skin. No, actually, I shouldn't make jokes about this no, right now. No, because it's all true. It is true. There's, there's, that's, but that's the image people get. Right. People, they, people they, have the wrong image. And it's not. It's, no, she said it was her, her dad. It was a family member. And when you have certain things, she said it started when she was like um, four or five or five or six, basically. And, you know, he would have her by the hand and he'd walk into the bathroom and put her in a stall and say, okay, honey, you go ahead and go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And another gentleman would come into the stall. What? Are you serious? And walk out with her. And that was at amusement parks. She says Hershey, Dorney, etc. She would walk into a bathroom stall at five years old. Another gentleman would take her out. They would go. He would do whatever it is that the father allowed. And I uh, want to kill the guy. I want to kill K I L L. I want to kill her dad. That she said. Her dad was doing this. Her dad. What a piece of shit. And then um, other incidences were like um, she would go to the airport. And they would go to the airport Which, and... And she's in trucking since this is with TAT, T-A-T? It was, it was just a human trafficking incident. It was just a, a human trafficking story. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's more to it. Um, if you go to their newsletter, it's the 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 wow. TAT wow. September I, newsletter. It has a bunch of articles. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because you need to know that it's not, wow. it's not just um, someone stealing someone. And running away with it. It's not like a kidnapping. It's not like it's a family kidnapping. Member. Yeah, it's family members also. So family members mm-hmm. are, you know, I've heard of people trying to sell their kids or do this or do that. And you hear, hear it very rarely. But for a dad. Yeah. A it was freaking dad. Someone that she was supposed to be protected by. Someone that she was looking up to. And here he was oh taking everything that she had and uh, abusing it. And so she was going through and she said she has no problem telling people how, you know, what to look for. She's, she's very open about this. And, um, she's like, she was like, they went on vacations and she was left for a minute by the pool. And then another man would come and get her. And then they would go out and get lost in the crowd. How does a dad, how are you, I'm here. I got a question. This is weird. Like, so the dad was pimping the daughter basically as a baby. I mm-hmm. mean, because when you're five, you're a baby. Yeah. You know, you have like, you only know what the, the grownups are telling you is okay to do. Okay. So there she is probably not even realizing it was bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know, but I'm just trying to figure out that he go on places, they go to parks. How the hell is he finding these people that want to do this stuff? Or is he maybe meeting and telling them to meet them at these certain areas? I mean, well, it just doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think for some incidences they do have where the, the, 
trafficker meets the person first because they want to make sure that they're not going to damage their goods. You know, I hate to say it that way, but that's what the, that's what they consider them. And so they want to meet with them and see what kind of person they are before they do anything. Then in other incidences, you know, they, they do a lot of stuff. I mean, that's why people get arrested for online stuff. But here's what she said. Most children trafficked, trafficked in the U.S. are so conditioned they don't know anything else. It's their normal. I think back as an adult and I think, why didn't I scream out for help? Make a scene. But I had to forgive my inner child. There was no reason I knew to scream for, out for help. I wasn't in danger. This was just my normal life. Isn't that sad yeah. that as a child, that's your normal life? So you don't scream. You're like, ow, hurt, you know, stranger danger. They don't know any of that. We condition our children as stranger danger. You scream, do whatever. She was conditioned never to do that. She was conditioned to take pain and, and, and do the, the disgusting things with an adult. And I'm going to tell you, my, here's my message, because we've had, most truck drivers are not bad people, but we've had some truck drivers arrested with kitty porn in their truck, um, meeting little kids, even abducting, you know, and doing things with them. Mm -hmm. And if you're out there listening to this podcast, seriously, I mean this sincerely, I pray that you get caught. I do because you know, Ruthann, we're in the church, you know, and we've had one or two guys in the church that were showed up, you know what I mean? Uh, acting like that, and then found out they were actually predators with mm-hmm. with a mugshot mm-hmm. on the sheriff's thing, and here they are and, coming to a church and sitting down outside at lunch, you know, trying to sit with little three and four year old kids, and we're all going, "What the hell's this sixty five year old guy out there? Doesn't even know these kids. He's out there in the parking lot with the kids or out in the grass." So and then we found out what he was doing, and then another little girl told us about him, a fifteen year old girl. And, you know, we literally sat down with this guy. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, you you cannot understand talking to one of these guys. They have a, a weird stare even. They, they literally put, we confronted this guy about this stuff. And he told us he had been arrested several times in different counties. And you know what? Every time it was the girls, the little kids' fault. They blame children. They yeah. They dressed sexy, or yeah, how could dressing in a freak five year old kid dress? I don't know those frozen panties that those little yeah seven year olds wear. No, seriously, what what it just disgusts me. And the reason I'm saying this to you guys that are truck drivers, if you're out there and you're doing this. I hope you get caught and you get locked up for the rest of your life because I've already dealt with these guys and they have no, they have zero, zero um, uh, remorse for any victim. The victim is really the aggressor to them. That's how they think. It's a disgusting thought. So if you're a truck driver and you have these thoughts of little kids, turn yourself in. You're really worthless. You're freaking worthless. And if you have a child if you have a child that you would that you could you could do this stuff for, do do to rather, I think you deserve seriously to have a bullet put in your freaking head. It's I'm, disgusting. I think you deserve a bullet right in your head. You just blank their mind out. Send them send them to be judged somewhere because they absolutely have zero. That's not even a human way of thinking. No. And I thank Melanie for putting it out there Sick because bastards. if she wouldn't have put it out there saying that this isn't just your normal, you know, don't think of, of human trafficking always being this kidnapped victim. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for her doing that, you know, some people wouldn't know to look further and into the 
the family members. And this is the, in the Truckers Against yeah, Trafficking ta- news magazine? Yeah. The, um, is it online, the magazine? Yeah, it's uh, truckersagainsttrafficking.org and go to their September newsletter. And if you click the button mm. for the uh, My Father Trafficking Me Through My Entire Childhood, um, the, click the click the little click here thing and, and you can read her whole story. I got to ask a question. I'm sure everybody wants to know. Where's the dad today? Um, honestly, I don't know. It didn't say? Um, she... I would, you know, you everybody wants to hear that he, that he got, that justice was served in that case. That's what every... And you said Hershey Park and Dorney Park from where yep, we're, we're yep. from that area. So she, she... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So go check out Truckers Against Trafficking and, you know, donate to them. Uh, help you know, call them, you know, there's, they're all about advocating. Um, and there's programs out there that train truckers to, to be able to watch and spot for dangers in a car, watch for the signs at a truck stop. We we've got stories about it, but, but somehow get in touch with these people. And it would be a great cause to, I'm not saying donate a million dollars. I'm just saying, if you want to donate, you don't have to, they have a donate button. You can donate whatever you can, but then they do have specific tiers that you could be recognized if you wanted to go up higher, you know, but another thing they have on there is a spring Springdale, Arkansas motel owner was just, um, ordered to pay 25 million in restitution to a human trafficking victim from that was that his hotel was being used as, is he going to prison? Cause he should. Okay. Listen, let's, let's wrap this show up. Um, we're, we're actually coming up on 40 minutes here. Um, let's, let's, let's really anybody out there that's driving a truck, let's really band together. And I know a lot of drivers watch for it, but you know, we need to keep reminding each other cause it's, it's really easy to get caught up in the day to day operations. When you're out there driving, you got to deliver your load, you know, you've got everything on your mind and now you got to have this on your mind too. But I'm telling you, it's for a great cause. Please, uh, if you can, um, figure or find out how to start recognizing for the signs because little kids, I mean, that's our future. My mm-hmm. God, anybody that hurts, like I think most people, most adults believe the same way, Ruthann, that there isn't probably a greater crime than when you have it against little kids, especially little tiny kids. My God, I want to, I want to find these people so bad. And I want to, I want to, I want to, I well, hate most to sound like a murderer, feel- but I want to kill them. I want to kill them. Most drivers do feel the same way you do. They have that same want to do something Wow. also. But I'm going to give you Tat's phone number. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Truckers Against Trafficking phone number. It's, it says, make the call, save lives. 888-373-7888. Program that in your phone and this just put Tat. And then if you see something and you can always do, all phones do the voice right now. You can say, hey, Siri, or you could say Alexa or whatever your phone is and say, call Tat and Hold on, my phone's about to go off. You can you can say that to them, and then the next thing you know, you can make that phone call. Okay. Do you, um, moving on, Ruthann, do you have a word of the day today? Let me go and get to it. I was so involved in my tat that I didn't go to the other one. That's a horrible story. Oh, it my is. gosh. It is. It's wow. absolutely. I mean, now I'll be thinking of me. I mean, you know, it's one of those stories you wish you hadn't heard, but you need to hear. You know what I mean? You, 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 nobody wants to hear disgusting little things like that, but yet we all need to know. You need to hear the reality because sometimes you forget think about that's this. out there. I want to say something also. These were people's, somebody's neighbor. 
that probably never knew what was going on in the next door neighbor's house. That's even worse. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So that's horrible. You got the word? I do. All right, let's hear the word of the day. By word genius, by the way. Sorry, I didn't realize you were going to keep talking. That's okay. Go ahead. Asservation. 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 Mm-hmm. Asservation is the action of forming something into a mass or piling something up in a heap or heaps accumulation. Kind of like when you rake your leaves and you pile it all up, that's assertation. Asservation, you said. Or asservation, sorry. So when you when you pile something up, it's asservation. Mm-hmm. The Don't Great you? Hill in the Park was created by the asservation of the earth removed to build the subway station. Okay, it's the process of piling up. Okay, so when you say asservate, that means pile up? Pretty much. Ah, that's interesting. There you go. I might have to use that word. Ruthann, we are out of here today. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.